What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the suede soul and the velvet vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, live, all war, everything, answer E, all of the above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts, two single fathers, two single guys talking about love, life, and drinking libations. Um, and who are we inspired by tonight? Tonight, tonight, tonight. We may be out of red cups because I need to run upstairs to get some glasses. But tonight we have the Basil Haydens on both cameras. We big timing. Um, so, yeah, we on that right now. Yeah. Clink. Clink. Fake clink. <laughs> but um, I probably should we do this when it's <clears throat> normally fluid. Right. So tonight uh, we have a very, very, very special guest who I've been dying to have on the show for since we started um i'm a huge fan and supporter of this woman uh she i was first introduced to her uh through my cousin uh erica um and you know was invited to a live show that devon did uh down in annapolis and i mean like the vibe was crazy but then the vibe was so mellow and then a voice hits you with like a super adrenaline rush and this is it was a it was a great night it was a great night um and from then on i followed her music's dope um you know watching her progress in her career you know since i've known her or met her uh has been it's been a great process so i'm gonna let her introduce herself and uh we're gonna get this thing going so queen if you would good evening everyone listening and thank you guys so much for having me um my name is devon daniel singer songwriter from Maryland. well thank you for coming on miss devon daniel um we're very happy to have you here also um how can they find you real quick because we're going to do it once in the beginning and then the end so how can they find you on anything like that Sure. Um, you can follow me everywhere at Devon Daniel, and that's D A V O N N E D N E I L. So your Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitters, Snapchat. Um, I don't use it, but whatever. Um, everywhere at Devon Daniel. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, um, please tell us how long, if anybody doesn't know, uh, for and for the people that do know. But anyway, how long have you been? Uh, singing or being an artist I won't just say just put you in a lane but how long have you been been an artist um I've been an artist since probably 2008 9 2009 okay 2009 it was like um like my sophomore year in college I always sang of course mm -hmm. always like um the church thing choirs, uh, high school choir, um, all county, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as an artist, when I started to actually like put my voice on recorded music was like my sophomore year in college. So like 2008, 2009. Awesome. awesome. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little speechless. It's like, you know, you meet, you meet somebody and then it's like, eh. You starstruck. I don't know yeah. what to do with my hands. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I do have a question. So 2008, you were a sophomore in college. Where did mm -hmm. you go to school? 
I went to Wesley College in Dover, Delaware. I know somebody. So we know somebody that went to Wesley. Wesley, like somebody that came on the show. I can't remember who. What did you major in? Um, exercise science. How do you go from exercise science to <laughs> dope artists to superstar? Um. <laughs> well, I mean, and I always tell people. Uh, sorry. We're only recording a podcast. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I know I don't know you, so it was a joke. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I mean, college was like, so I feel like I fell victim to, and I don't want to talk anybody, if anybody young is listening, I don't want to talk anybody out of going to school, but I feel like if I knew now, back then i probably wouldn't have gone it was just a great experience but i mean i fell into the go to college get a job whatever type deal um so that's what i did i went to college and i tried to major in something that would ensure that i have a job which it did not um it never does right so that's just that's how it went i went to school to try to get a degree so i can get a job and here we are. <laughs> so you, you you went to school to get a degree did you know you were singing did you know you were a great singer um at the college experience you know i know there's always a juke joint there's always an open mic especially in 08 that was like the one of the peaks, I feel like, are open mics. Open mics have been around forever. And that's mm-hmm. at no point limiting you to an open mic artist. But how are you cultivating it in college? I'm, I'm very, really interested into that 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 college uh, time frame. Because like you like you said, not trying to deter anyone from going to college. And there's benefits if you know why you're going. But I think mm-hmm. it's also a pivotal time in our lives. And we have like that, per se, air quotation, safety net. So you, right. you are there to do something, but you're also, I'm assuming, having this passion. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how is um, that? How are they fighting each other? Um, the passion really didn't kick in full throttle until I graduated. Oh, really? Um, so, I mean, I did it like I was singing. I think the first, the first song I did, this guy called me like, yo, Devon, come to my room. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. Yo, I need you to come lay this hook down. And at this point, I didn't really know my way around, like how to actually record, like the proper steps. Like singing live and singing in the studio are night and day. Like it's 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 a whole bunch of math and science to the studio. The on the stage, it's like you just go get up there and and let it all out. So he called me, and I'm like, and I'm like, what? Like, all right, here I come. So I got up, like. And went over there and I'm like, this is crazy. Like nobody's doing this. Like nobody's getting up at 6 30, 7 o'clock in the morning to go record music in college. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like different than just like a hobby. I'm like, I think I really like doing this. So um after that, I recorded um that song with the guy. And shout out to Iran. Um I recorded with him and then from there I just was like hosting and performing at all the different events on campus like every concert every variety show talent show um, everything uh, I was there Um, unfortunately uh, Wesley is like five minutes from Delaware State Mm -hmm. University Um, so 
I did not, in, in hindsight, I wish I spent more time at Dell State because there is where the culture was. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, Wesley was a predominantly white school then. It is a bit um, more diverse now. But back when I was there, it was predominantly white. Um, so they didn't have like the Greek life or even the organizations to put on those type of open mic events. Um, so I didn't really get to get that open mic experience until, like I said, when I graduated and then I was in the Baltimore circuit, in the DC circuit, um, you know, on the mega bus going to New York or to Philly. So it, it wasn't until like I came back home until I really kind of got in the mix. Um, The first song that I wrote was, um, remember the Marsha Ambrosia song, Far Away? Yes. That was the first song that I I wrote over that beat. Um, okay. And at that point. I was about to say, you wrote. You wrote. No. <laughs> I was about to say, yo. I was waiting for you to say that. You should have lied to me. I'm really honored at this boy. Like, good gracious. <laughs> you write bangers like that? No, I wrote over that beat. And that was actually like in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like when I first started recording, I had um, two friends, Crystal and Tierra, and they they wrote for me. I would get up with them and like, because to me, writing music is so personal and mm -hmm. private. Like you really dig deep down into like the core of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, and I just felt like that's too, that's too personal for me. That was scary. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I was terrified of writing. I don't. I was like, I don't know if I. I don't know if it's gonna be corny. I don't know if I'm ready to tell my truth and my stories, um, what I'm going through, right. you know, like that. So I was terrified of writing. So I got with Crystal. I got with Tierra, and I was like, I want to do a song that's like, say it's a girl, and then it's this boy, and then mm -hmm. she feels like this, and he kind of feels like this. Okay, I want to sing a song about that. And they they wrote like poetry, so it was like a stretch for them and me because they like they never like wrote song structure or like wrote songs in general, and a lot of times they would just give me like a story, and that was when I really kind of got my like creative juices flowing because I like they would give me the words, but I would present them the way that I interpreted them. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I still got to add my little twist and flavor to it. Um, although I didn't write it, it was my interpretation of their words. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so, so with, so with you, you know, songwriting and everything like that, um, you said that you get, it, it is very personal and you didn't want to know if you wanted to tell your truths or not like that. But once you started writing and, um, you know, taking a journey because you're growing, you're maturing, things are happening, life experiences, things like that. Did you do you find it more easier to write about your your troubles or your or your happiness? You know, what's crazy in the past mm -hmm. before this uh, my most recent project. In the past, it was it was I I grabbed from all of it was pulled from like pain and heartache and. Um, negative feelings but this time i made a point to even if i was feeling a way like a negative way i would flip it mm -hmm. 
Ooh. I would I would make a point. I was like, I can't keep singing these crying ass songs. Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> it's Tony Braxton keep, in that joint line. Right, mm. I can't I can't keep doing this. So, um, although the songs that have come from like dark moments or um, those have been my most popular songs. Name those one. are all. Sing one. I was going to ask you that later, <laughs> but since I you brought it up. Um, but I'll name one. Name one. Um, okay. There, I'll name a couple. There's a song called "We Coulda." Um, Give me a lyric. Give us a lyric. Um, it didn't have to happen like this. I bet we could have made it work. Yeah, okay. but you've been so selfish. It just won't work. No, 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 no. It just won't work. No, no, no. Um, that was "We Coulda." Um. There was let's see Charlie, which was on around midnight. Is that What's is that? that off the live CD? Yeah, I did Charlie at the um, yeah. live recording. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that one. Um, and Charlie was crazy how it came about. That song wiped me out. Mm. I mean, it wiped me clean out. It took me like three months to write, and it pretty much um, follows the stages of a relationship, yeah. like. Um, and I picked the name Charlie because um, I knew I would be speaking to young women my age um, who have gone through similar things. Like in the beginning, it's you know the honeymoon phase, right? Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden something happens, and you may fall into a depression, a depressed type state where it's like I'm not eating, or I'm eating too much, or I'm smoking more, or I'm drinking more. Um, and then it's like the part where you like kind of brush yourself off and like, all right, I'm about to get back out there. Um, so everybody went up about that. People still talk about Charlie to this day. Like, girl, I got a Charlie. I had a Charlie. <laughs> and <I'm laughs> so, um, yeah, those were two two of the main ones that really came from like a dark place. I won't even say dark, but kind of like a heartbroken, yeah. sad, sad space. <clears throat> we could have in Charlie. You got some? If not, I got. Go ahead. Okay. I'm just um, taking the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, how, like, like even now, like you said, when when people come up to you and and tell you about listening to your music and actually, you know, the the resign the resignation with them and, and you know it it I relate to you, I feel you, and and at, at what point, like, I mean, or do you? How do you feel about that? Like when people actually come up to you, like even me, sometimes I still like even when I see you, like sometimes I'm like, hey, Devon. Yo, she waved at me, bro. She waved at me. Oh, I was looking for a song. I missed it. <laughs> so, but but like but like, how does that? How does that? Uh, how it's does... crazy. It's humbling. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's really all you want as an artist. All you want is for to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, you make music. I make music for myself. Like I'm long past um, trying to appeal to a certain art. Uh, audience or a certain person um i feel like i did that um and i feel like every time that i've tried every time that i've tried to do that it is too far removed from who i actually am so um when i make music that i enjoy when i make music um when i make music that i enjoy it's like i said as an artist that's all you want is for people to connect 
Right. And so when, if somebody comes up to me and say, hey, girl, you know, I heard your your song, your CD or whatever, whatever. Um, that's a humbling feeling. You know, nobody's famous. I'm not famous by, you know, a long shot. But, right. it, you know, it gives you the, a little taste of the positive side of it. Is that are you? You ask me if that's her? No, no, no. I want to. I want to. Well, go into a song real quick on a, a newest album. There's two songs I we like because I first learned about you um, on when Kyle's DJing set. Y'all think you popped into the live? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, Kyle, Force, forcefully popped in because I was blowing her shit up like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm out somewhere because I can't every live I'm not home, and I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, who is this? I'm like, and I think you played Peanut Butter Whiskey first, and that's that's clearly the first the first song on an album. How how do you get to a Peanut Butter Whiskey? Um, the song is actually called Peanut Butter Brown, and it's featuring um a poet a poet named uh Whiskey Whiskey Girl. I'm, I'm I'm messing it all up. I promise you, it's like one of my top twenty five played songs when they go back. I was like, that just happened in a month. It's that's fine. crazy. It's fine. It's um it's a song uh. It's crazy how. Let me think. Let me get to the beginning. And I'll, why? I'll, why are you thinking about it? I'm just going to throw this in. What caught me about this song is so soulful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's in a groove. So I'm thinking this is a sample. I'm like, who did he sample this? We we have a game like name that sample. So I'm like, let me let me. I know who this is. No, I was like, I don't. But this joint is amazing. And he's like, oh, she popped into the live right now. I'm like, oh snap. And then. <laughs> Now it's time to download the album and do our homework. But yeah, so Peanut Butter Brown. Um, Peanut Butter Brown. So um, in the beginning, when I was writing and recording in the creative process for this project, I did not know what I wanted the the project to be called. Um, but the word brown, the color brown just kept coming up. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I should just call it brown. I don't know if I should call it like. Brown, a few options I had was um, skin tone brown, brown skin energy, and mm. brown. I can't remember the other one. Brown it was skin, skin tone energy. brown. I like that. But I felt like I felt like brown skin energy was too close to another kind of <laughs> energy that people talk about on the internet. Um, Browns, and, and and the way that the other people talk about it on the internet is exactly the way that registered in my mind. You said brown skin energy, and you know I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. skin, yeah. <laughs> I mean it fit, but I just felt like mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyways, I landed on skin tone brown. Now I did not have a record called skin tone brown and i didn't really want to name a song skin tone brown but i wanted it i wanted the first song whatever the intro was going to be to kind of play off of the name of the album and my homegirl whiskey girl um she's a dope dope one of my favorite writers hands down one of my favorite writers she's a poet from the dc area um i, w- I knew i wanted her on the first song, no matter what it was. Um, and I told her, so I told her like, hey, I'm doing this project. I want you to speak about um, 
brown as it pertains to skin tone. I want you to talk. What did I say? I want you to talk about peanut butter. That's mm. what I told. Him. I want you to talk about peanut butter as it pertains to um, skin tone, smell, taste. Just touch on every sense, mm -hmm. which you know writers do anyway. But I just um, I told her that, and she sent me the voice recording of that. So I didn't start my piece until I got hers, mm -hmm. and so everything kind of just got pieced together. The beat. My homeboy Kojo, he met up one of his, with, with one of his um, one of his producers, and he pulled up like, "Yo, I got I got these beats I just got these beats I just listened to. Yo, you got to come outside and listen to them." So he playing through them, he playing through them, and he gets to the beat that was um, on scan on uh, Peanut Butter Brown. Mm -hmm. So he starts playing it. And it's just like, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah. And I'm like, you don't want this. You do not want this one. He was like, yo, I knew you was going to say that. I told him, I told him as soon as he played it for me, watch Devon try to take it. So he was like, all right, yo. So he sent it to me. And when Whiskey sent me her part and I just laid it on the beat and the beat is a loop. Yeah. But you don't get tired of it. That's the best part of it. Like a it's vibe. a loop, but you don't get tired nah, of it. I beat is a vibe. Um, so yeah, I just was. It really laid, and I just love the way poetry just sits in music anyway. Mm. Um, so she didn't have the beat. She just sent me her part, and I just put it on there, and then I just worked around it. Um, so yeah, that's how Peanut Butter Brown came about. Um, you'll notice a lot of the titles of my songs and what they're actually about and how they came about don't always make sense but um but it makes sense it but it makes sense to me at least yeah. so, <laughs> that's that. why the, the explanation is so long because i just try to make it make sense to everybody else and, and <laughs> to the point about the song titles not being what you think they are so we're still on live kyle's going through the album he's like yeah this new song this is this is not joint i'm loving it it's called uh downtown i'm like all right she got then i look you know pull up the album I'm like oh that's that's dope the spelling of it she took all the vowels out <laughs> D dwtn downtown <laughs> cool he plays <laughs> the song oh i'm like oh okay <laughs> and you so I, it's two things about the song one of course the title done with these niggas but you have a line in there that you say I'm a, I'm your girlfriend for the last time. Mm -hmm. What what is that? Come on, homework. <laughs> <laughs> um. So basically, and I struggled with that lyric, and I changed it at the last minute when I was recording it. Um, what I say? Make me your girlfriend for the last time. So. I was struggling whether I should say make me your girlfriend for the first time, make me a girlfriend for the first time, or make me your girlfriend for the last time. Um, either way, it kind of makes sense. But basically, like, make me a girlfriend for the last time, like, stop playing. Like, either you is or either either you is or ain't type deal. Is you is or is you ain't. My baby. Right. So, um... So yeah, that's what that that's really what that was. That's not a, a whole big long spiel, but um yeah, it was basically um the producer who did that, um, 
his name is Smiles, um, aka that boy Good. Mm-hmm. He he has that boy. Big- that boy is good. Um, he actually did that one and one little piece but um he has a way of like channeling he he'll title the the beat and every time he almost never misses like he kind of channels me into like which way i'm gonna write Mm -hmm. and i didn't i didn't know if i wanted to i didn't know if i wanted to name it done with these niggas like flat out or just put the letters and because people wouldn't expect it from me, I guess, anyway, for me to say that on a song. So, um, so yeah. And, and I was like, I don't have like an interview type thing on right. it. So I thought that would be cool, um, cool to do. And again, something else like the, from the conversation in the beginning, from the conversation in the beginning where the girls were talking like, I don't even got time for this, man. I don't even like, I don't, you know, it just, it just hit home and like the accent. I don't know where he got it from, where he got the, um, that sample from, but it just reminded me of the girls that I went to school with that from like Philly Mm -hmm. and have like that, that little Philly accent. So it was funny to me. So, yeah. So overall, your, your full inspiration, what, what, what inspired you for this album? Like what, what did you what elements did you take of your personal life and put into this album? Um pretty much all of them. Uh but let's see. My last project came out in what 2016, I think, or 17. Is that the one with Hold on. You were like That that was Versus. Okay. Let's see when versus came out. I'm I'm t- I have no memory for like dates and years and stuff. I'm I'm I suck I suck at remembering stuff. 2017. Okay. So I always take my time when I'm putting a project together right. in between the last time. So years go by. Years go by so um a lot of things just even even the songs for instance um for instance the song stuck mm-hmm. kind of like i said earlier like i would try to flip kind of so i can make a, a a point to make things like show the more positive side right um but stuck came from you know having experiences with being around um an individual um and seeing people be around like always together but you know things don't always elevate or um and on the plus side like seeing i was watching i don't know if y'all have heard of the uh the documentary black love yeah it's a docuseries rather and just watching like how they love each other. Right. Um, so I pulled a lot of inspiration from there. So, um, and just thinking of like people who work nine to five jobs, people whose uh, schedules don't always match up. Um, so I start off the weekend, go by too fast. You know, like every, mm-hmm. the week, like by the time you get off on Friday, I know me, especially like the daylight <laughs> time, mm-hmm. I'm done. You know yeah, what nah, I mean? Like, I'm not to do nothing Friday night. So, you got Saturday, Sunday, and then by Sunday night, it's like, I don't want to do too much because I got to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
so it's like it just it speaks on like just enjoying to be in someone's space and i know i've been in in a position where i've just enjoyed being in someone's space and i know i'm touching on you know the heartstrings of a lot of people who just enjoys being in someone's space and you may only have the weekend right. so um <clears throat> oh yeah um i kind of pull from my personal feelings and then things i just know people may be going through in general have you has anyone um approached you to like write a song about me or you know what i mean like could you please like uh yeah write a write a song about me or has anybody approached you to write for them yes um not not so much write a song about me mm -hmm. but people have um approached me to write for them and mm -hmm. i just don't think i would excel in that area mm. why not just because i feel like i have a writing style that i don't know if i could i mean i'm i'm sure i could but i guess it's more of a i don't want to type thing that sounds more um, like it because often like somebody pop Travis Scott he has a sound so most mm -hmm. times you go to Travis Scott you want the Travis Scott sound if you go to Kanye you want the soulful loop sound mm -hmm. um you go DJ Premier you want that hard boom back um still a sample sound but that older hip, New York hip hop sound maybe they want the they want your sound yeah but I don't wanna say that I don't wanna, sh <laughs> I don't wanna share it nor should you I'll keep it and I feel like I mean people i feel like i don't write like i enjoy my writing style i like to kind of simplify things when i've any time that i've tried to sit down and like have a writing session whoever i'm writing with and i apologize to everyone who has sat down with me i i do apologize because <laughs> i kind of go if they say if they go left i go right if they say oh you should say this and i'm like oh i i would i'll okay but I'm gonna change it like this. <laughs> like I, I change so, almost everything because I mean I just don't like I don't like a lot of wordy. A lot of times I don't like a whole bunch of wordy stuff. It's more so like it's not the amount of words or like how clever you try to be, especially like in like R and B soul music. It's just like create the feeling, mm -hmm. create the feeling, and, and present it in a way that people can relate. I think to your so, point about. Uh, like R and B, uh, soulful music. If you think about the the simplest songs, had the most meaning. Drifting mm -hmm. on a memory. Mm -hmm. There is no place I'd rather be than with you. Period. Classic song. <laughs> what? <Period. laughs> why you not? Yo? Why you give me that face, yo? He clowning you in his head. Look. No, nah, he clown me out loud. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> What's funny about that? <laughs> I was trying to finish the rest of the song, but I can't. <laughs> and then I just got stuck looking at oh. you. <laughs> All right, but but you see my point though. You see my go ahead. Uh, yeah, but you see my point. So I agree with you that some mm -hmm. of, most of the best music is is simple, straight straightforward. You know, but it has a lot of meaning and passion behind it. Yeah, that's what I like. Just flat out is what it is. What song of yours do you hate the most? Mm -hmm. Do I hate the most? 
a couple weeks ago, right? My uh -oh. friend from college, and he was like my right hand. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Marv. He was my right hand. And I was like, uh, we were talking a few weeks ago. It was like a Friday. And I was so bored. And he was, and we were talking about like my early, early songs, like the stuff I recorded way back when. And like I said, a lot of those songs I did not write. So those would be my, in hindsight now, like I thought it was it back then, but like now I hate them. Um, yes, all of them. And, and those will probably <laughs> be the songs I would enjoy the most. Because I find really? with artists, they never like that early work. Um, like Ernest, Ernest third, Ernest, Ernest yeah. hates his college album. That's my favorite album of his, because I, one, I, I was in school at the time. I was in school, so I understood what it was like. You know what he's rapping about at that time, but it seems mm -hmm. so raw and authentic. And you listen to him now; he's very polished. Um, his thoughts are very collected, and, and he's able to interpret them very well. But just the rawness mm -hmm. of that early work, I enjoy. I um some of them I probably could pull off like live. Well, I was like listening to it like hmm, mm -hmm. like because I hadn't heard them in like at this point nine, eight, nine, ten years. Jeez. So um, you were just sitting there listening to it, and I was dying laughing like from the quality of the production <laughs> to like how I was recording. Like oh my god, I'm like why did I only do that once? I should have stacked it like three more times. Uh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the early stuff I really cringe. I really cringe listening to. But hey, so, so stacking. So you going back to the studio? Speak mm -hmm. on more about when you were saying there's a art. Well, there's a mathematical science to recording in the studio versus performing live. Like, what is that true difference between the two? So, so and and so. If you listen to R&B and rap music, you will hear the difference. Um, so a lot of times when rappers go in, they lay their uh, lead vocal, they'll do a highlight where they're just hitting certain words, mm -hmm. and then they'll do their ad-libs. Ad -libs. So that's three tracks, all one, one, and one. Mm -hmm. Me, I'll do kind of the same thing um, where I'll lay my leads, and then I will go through and stack, which would be kind of the equivalent to um, the harmonies and melodies of a rapper. Mm -hmm. um, but it's separated. So I go back and I'll hit like certain words just to like add emphasis and make it um, full. And then the background vocals um, is really where the work comes in. Um, that's where I'm doing like, if you think of a choir, you got. Um, soprano alto and tenor right mm -hmm. so i'm doing soprano alto and tenor as the background vocals but i'm stacking each part between three or four times each so i'm doing i'm singing one line once then i do it under that under the lead i'll do three soprano three alto three tenor oh do you change the mm -hmm. texture of your voice each time um, I try to keep it. I try to keep it the same. What? Um, all depends on what the song is is what the song calls for, or what I'm trying to, what 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 sound I'm trying to achieve. But I'm pretty good at keeping it the same. And um, if y'all want, I I can show y'all since we on Zoom. Oh sure, let's go for it. Since we're on Zoom, 
I will share my screen once I get. Why are you doing that? So when you mm-hmm. stack, let's say you're stacking the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the benefit of doing four la- layers of Soprano stacking? So I know it's going to make it sound full, but when you're saying you're not even changing the texture of your voice, it doesn't become repetitive or redundant. Mm-mm. And that's one thing I, I a question I asked. Um, uh, whoever is the host, go. Could y'all enable the um, go to the security and enable share the screen share thing? You've but, been um, doing Zoom during the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> what, what, what am I doing? Um, if you go to the security settings, mm-hmm. I'm there. Um, and then it says you have to put a check next to enable screen sharing. Sorry, I'm taking over y'all's show. No, you're good. That's all right. I did it. <laughs> but it um, it's really just for the the fullness. Although although you're stacking something, and um, the idea is to do it exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's always just the teeny 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 bit different. Okay, so it gives you the effect of having three different people singing the same thing. Although everybody's singing the same note, but everybody's voice is a little bit different. And so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy like a super full sound. So let's see. This is pretty cool. So is this Pro Tools? <laughs> this is actually- um, Logic. Logic. Okay. Because some people, when we listen, they won't be able to see it. So, uh, Devon, she's pulled up um, Logic, which is a, a audio recording software um, used in a, a, most music studios. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, so she's really showing us what it looks like at the moment. So, you, we see the sound waves of her stacking her vocals. Okay. So, this is the end of one little piece. <laughs> So, and don't judge y'all. This is um unmixed, of course. These are the raw vocals that I sent to my engineer. So this, let's see what note this is. One little piece at a time until you're mine. Oh, man. You just think on in that one. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the next note. I don't know which one it is. Wow, you even brought McClay to the run. That's crazy. That was the, that was the, uh, the high. And, no, I meant to solo. One 
Oh, so you a singer, singer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, this is my favorite part for real, just um, figuring out background harmonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you heard, like, I was unmuting and soloing different parts so you can hear, like, as it's stacked, um, what it sounds like. And then once you put it all together, it's... Um, Sounds pretty cool. So, how, how does oh. so, like, 20 people. Yeah. Like the whole church party. How does one solicit your services? If someone wants to, can they be solicited? If someone wants to get you to sing a song. Uh, mm-hmm. Jump on the track. Um, record a little ditty. Record an opening intro. Record a lullaby. How does one? Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, solicit your service. Um. Well, I'm reachable on social media at Devon Danielle everywhere, or Devon Danielle at Gmail. Ooh, so I asked the wrong question. Is it possible for your services to be solicited? To our earlier conversation, like sometimes you don't want to write for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess it just depends on what exactly they're asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, I haven't had a chance to um, like vocal produce. Like, I would love to do this. What I just showed y'all for other people, like tell them, um, you know, sing this like this, or oh. try not to take a breath right there. Just try to sing it, sing it straight. Like, I would love to try to to do that kind of thing. Um, I haven't had a chance to do that just yet, um, but. Yeah, if um, they want like a feature or something like that, if if I'm into it, I would I'll do it. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm keeping a hundred hundred percent. Kyle gonna be mad, but it's cool. So I am woodshedding, right? So I played clarinet clarinet high school and college. I, I played around in college, but up until twelfth uh-huh. grade, I thought I was gonna be a class school clarinetist. Like first chair, like I took it real serious. Like I got mm-hmm. three of them over here, a tenor, soprano, sax. So I'm I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get back to my glory days. How do I get you on my clarinet track? It sounds funny, but I'm really serious though. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. figure out what it means. Would you um, Would you be interested? Sure. All right. I got it on record. I love my- <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? I love music. So you better. So you better have like some Kenny G playing in the background and she singing. You can do New Orleans jazz. I can get some hip hop funk. We used to play, do old school. No, I'm saying so. You go to old school cover band. So you're just gonna play over a beat and just your clarinet is in her voice. Is, that was you saying? Figure it out. We are gonna get in the studio and produce. I might sing on the track. I can hit the keypads like Mike Phillips and make a beat out of it. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> you're not gonna be you're not gonna exactly produce my album now. Executive producer? Yeah. You're not going to diddy my album? I mean, what would I just come up and be like, ha ha? No, you tell me it was good or not. You would pick the tracks. All of that. Yeah, we'll see, man. All right. I can't wait to see this. I'm done. <laughs> That's my COVID talent. You're going you gonna to host it. You're going to be the DJ to host my album. Okay. <laughs> All right. Come on. All right. Jeremy it's right there, Jones Jones I, I, it's, it's three feet away. I'm about to pull it out. Don't do that. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No. But, um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, 
<clears throat> Damn, excuse me. Are we good here? Yeah, I got one one okay. question. What is the importance of music? Um, music is, and I, I first heard this this phrase in high school, uh, universal language. Like it is the one thing that can connect me to somebody in Korea, me to somebody in Africa, somebody in DC, in Baltimore. Like is it it'll it kind of transcends like lines that separate us mm-hmm. it, anything that separates us music can bring it together bring us together so it, it's imperative it's very important like it's it's used as therapy like um there's so many things like there's music therapy mm-hmm. if you um if you um like it's tons of it's it's tons of videos of like older older people that have dementia and Alzheimer's that don't remember anything, but they used to play the piano, and you set a piano in front of them, and then all of a sudden they're playing like songs that they played back in their heyday. Yeah. They can't remember their son or daughter, you know, name. They don't even know who they yet they are. But music is the one thing that stuck. That's real. Well. This has been awesome. Um, congratulations on all your success and also on your very new. Uh, how long has it been out now? Just month one, two, two, two months, two, two, two months. months. Yeah. So your two month old baby, uh, skin tone mm-hmm. brown, uh, great album. So it's on. Uh, what what platforms are you on? Um, wherever you stream your music, everywhere. Okay. So that's Apple, that's Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. You still on SoundCloud? SoundCloud. I did not put it on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. I did not put it on SoundCloud. Okay, but you on there, though, right? Yeah, but okay. yeah, I do have. Yeah, you you may find some of the the old gems that um oh, the college tracks is on there. Oh, you know I'm looking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find any college tracks on there, uh, but okay. it's, it's some stuff on there that you won't find on um the streaming site. So great, great, great. So um yeah, this was this was awesome. Okay. We're gonna add the music later. Uh, over already? Hmm? It's over already? Unfortunately, it is. We're just having a blast. Well, we, we, we got we got an eternity, love, because we're gonna work on this. this we're gonna work on this this live show. And oh yes. 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 We're gonna work on this live show situation. So once uh, COVID has exited the building, or at least got part of its ass up out of here, we can uh, plan on. I think we can still figure out well what everybody wants to do, but uh, like a live stream show, yeah, something. But we can talk off mic. Yeah, but um, I definitely got a lot of ideas for that. Yes, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, please everybody, uh, cop that, download it, follow, share, and you know, repeat step one. <laughs> Go to sleep with the music playing. I, I do that now. Every all of the like Ernest, all of our local mm-hmm. people. Like I or a smaller upcoming artist, I just go to bed. I, I pick an album, put it on repeat, and just I don't yeah. listen to it. I just let it get the strings. Yeah, just turn so. the volume down. Yeah. So, yeah, we yeah. need all those quarters of a penny that we can get. They add up. <laughs> they definitely do. Well, listen, we enjoyed your time. Thank you, and again, congratulations. We celebrate you, and uh, as always, love, love life, life and libations. <laughs> You good? (laughs) No, we great.